I'm not smart enough to know if there are guardian angels. I don't believe that because I think we have the Bible. I think there are instances that happen that makes us stop and think that God is protecting us, God is watching over us. But, you know, that's that's where um, some of the problems that we have, have to look, look at and face. The thunder and lightning and earthquake, I think that represents a divine judgment that God is coming and that... Um, yes? that's where faith comes in that we have faith that God is in our lives that's one of those mysteries that he didn't explain to us we probably don't need to know because it would change some of our attitudes but so um, but, yeah I mean, there's no doubt that God is as in is in our life, and like Frank said, when Paul says, you know, somebody comes and asks for a cup of water, as Christians, it's our duty to give it to them. It's our duty to take care of. So, you know, it's and here again, this is why revelation causes a lot of problems with different people because they try to get into more of the specifics when we need to take it um, as God's Word. Something's driving it. But if we look at the free will of men, what is, what is the basic problem that a lot of rulers have? It's a need for power. They want to control. So I think this is where, like I said, that Satan is a patient entity that in 1964 found a lady that through the hardness of her heart said we don't need prayer in schools. And I think that that's where Satan used her as a vehicle. Yes. 1971. And see here again, what happened in 1971-72 with Roe versus Wade and what has come through 
the years. You know, it became legal for abortion. And now, Katie barred the door. You know, here again, that's why I say that we have to be very, very careful with what we do because of what happens back here tends to infiltrate and create worse problems. So, let's look at Revelation 8, verses 6 and 7. And the seven angels which had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. The first angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood, and they were cast upon the earth, and the third part of trees was burnt up, and all green grass was burnt up. Why do you think just a third of the trees was burned? Okay. The first trumpet, not everything is destroyed, so this is not the final judgment. But here again, your millenniast and some of the others will take this out of context and say that, okay, once the final judgment is there, then Christ is going to come back and rule on earth for a thousand years. So let's look at the second, verses 8 and 9. And the second angel sounded, and as, as it were, a great mountain burning with fire was cast in the sea, and the third part of the sea became blood. And the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died, and the third part of the ships were destroyed. So, we're looking at another one-third of some of the destruction. <coughs> now, would this be taken that the patience of God is giving us a chance to repent and come back to Him? Okay. So let's look at 10 and 11. And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp, and it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of water. And the name of the star is called Wormwood, and the third part of the waters became Wormwood. And many died of the waters because they were made bitter. Now, Wormwood is characterized in the Old Testament um, as a plant of bitterness of taste. And the plant was used by inspired writers to refer to the bitter fruit of disobedience. So here again we see something from the Old Testament uh, being used in Revelation as a um, comparison of in a, so. Let's look at verse 12. And the fourth angel sounded, and the third part of the sun was smitten, and the third part of the moon, and the third part of the stars. So as the third part of them was darkened, the day shone not for a third part of it, and the night likewise. What do we, what's he mean here where he says 
and the day shall not for a third part of it. Okay, it was dark, but... And then the night likewise. Is this a take on the final judgment that we read about in the Bible that the world would be destroyed by fire. Is this a warning to us that about the destruction of, of the earth? Through our readings in history, what man thinks of the Battle of Armageddon. Okay, physical battle, but it's not. There is a valley over in Israel that used to be called Armageddon, and but <clears throat> here again, the theorist theorists want to take the literal sayings of, of Revelation and say that these things are what's going to happen as we go through through life. So, if we look at the last verse, verse 18, And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe! to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels which are yet to sound. So here is a warning. Um, some versions have an angel as uh, an eagle flying. Um, so this is a warning of that there's more to come, that we still have an opportunity to repent, and that there's more destruction coming. So, how does this all tie into us today? Can you take it literally, or do you take it as a warning to us as the same as a warning to the first century Christians. There's problems, persecution, destruction, but we still have time if we will turn our attention and and love back to God. So, yes? Okay. I think that here again, as I've, as I've always said, to me, the mysteries of Revelation aren't as important 
as coming to the conclusion and apply it to our lives, God is in control. And no matter what, no matter how we think the worst is coming to us, no matter how we think of the guardian angel that we've, we've talked about, we still have to have the faith that God's in control. We have to live on those basic biblical Christian principles that assures us that we can go to heaven. And I firmly believe um, in First Peter where it says, make your calling and election sure. We as Christians, we have to, we know that we all sin, come short, but the grace of God is continues with us. But I think that we can be assured that we know because our faith and our belief and our actions prove yes. Sure, good point. We don't know what the future is, but we know who holds the future. Right. Sure. Yes. I think that's the I think that's the beauty of Christianity is that we know that with God's grace and with us striving to do the best that we humanly can that you know God will protect us and we can be washed daily in the, in the blood of Christ. So to me that is um, here again, that's to me that's the purpose of Revelation is to prepare us. Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. It's hard to look at a rainbow and not think of his conversation with Noah that I won't destroy the earth by flood. But we've seen some pretty horrific floods and but we know that, you know, it's it's amazing to me that Usually, normally, the day after one of the worst storms that we can have. It's a bright, sunshiny, pleasant day. And, you know, to me, that says, okay, here again, God is in control. And even though we had a natural disaster, uh, something happened, there is that sunshine and the rainbow at the at the end of it. So, yes. If you want to see the good in people, look at them after a natural disaster. 
and how they come together. So, anything else? We will look at chapter 9 next week. The last uh, Wednesday in February, uh, we'll look at chapter 10. And then next quarter, we'll go into part 2 of Revelation and study 11 through 21. So, thank you all for your attention and your participation.